Hear that? It's the call of the Crave. And when the Crave calls, you know what to do. Try the $5 Bacon Bundle, because the only thing better than a White Castle slider is a White Castle slider topped with crispy hickory smoked bacon. So pick any two of either the Bacon Cheese Slider, 1921 Bacon Cheese Slider, or Chicken Bacon Ranch Slider, and also get a small fry for just $5 with the $5 Bacon Bundle. White Castle. Follow your Crave. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Congregation, it's your girl, Lacey Mosley, a.k.a. Scam Goddess, and we're back with another installment of the podcast Scam Goddess. I am what? Yes, parasocial girlies, my blues, clues, queens, Tabitha Brownies. I am very, yes, excited for today's guest. I'm elated. I'm ecstatic. I'm actually over the moon, and I am containing my own fandom right now so bad uh so bad today we have an amazing content creator comedian writer and podcaster on the show he hosts the award-winning podcast the read with crystal west you've seen him on mtv2 bravo bet Dear White People uh hb ho ho also he's written on season one of Issa Rae's Rap Shit and made an appearance on the show. Congregation, please, please get up. Get out of your seat. Get on your feet. <laughs> please don't. And welcome Kid Fury to the show. Hi, Hi Kid. Uh, hello. <laughs> welcome me, welcome you. <laughs> Kid, I'm... I'm not even going to, I was going to save this for the end of the show, but I just have to tell you now. Um, I'm a huge fan. <laughs> I have, I have listened to the read for damn near a decade. <laughs> um, I, I started podcasting after your show and a lot of your show inspired me to podcast. And I don't know if you know this, but I am the actor who plays Harper on iCurly. I do know this. Yeah. And <laughs> when I was down bad <laughs> and I was driving, because normally when I listen to the read, I'm in my car. And you know I lay traffic now. You know how I, I do. Go. I do now. You I've been it? over a while, but now I live it. And yeah. Because <laughs> y'all got the train in New York. And I lived in New York too. And the train, sometimes you're like, fuck a cab. I'm going to get on the train. Honestly. Traffic. Honestly. But... L.A. traffic, I was listening to the read, and it was, like, a really tough time, obviously. And then when you made me a part of the read and shouted me out, <laughs> I had to pull over. Because <laughs> now I I am a bad driver, kid. 
fair. It's, you know, acknowledging it is like the first step. <laughs> so we're better tomorrow. Yeah, I think so. We're better tomorrow? Mm-hmm. Because I did a driving school in Texas and then they just let us get licenses. We didn't take driver's tests. That explains a lot. Yeah. <laughs> Not you. Already. No, I think Miami did. Miami does like literally the same thing. I think like it's it's just like you pay a little money, you go to the driver's classes. And I remember my driver instructor at the driver's school was like, you need more practice. And I was like, <laughs> okay. And then the next week I got my license. <laughs> yeah. I honestly, I've, I, I, my father taught me to drive when I was like 10, 11 or something like that because oh, wow. I don't know, Jamaican parents want you to know how to do everything, you know, like you have By to get all, <laughs> you know, all A's, but also fix a car, build a house, <laughs> um, you know, assemble a sofa at eight. Um, so I was fine with the driving, but I, I, I really feel like you can just go down to the DMV in Florida and be like... I always win at Mario Kart. Like, <laughs> right. Here, take a picture. Mm, Not even that. I feel like you just be like, I s- I've seen a lot of cars. Yeah. Can I get a license? I saw Fast 7. I saw all Fastest, all the Furiouses, mm-hmm. through through X through 9. Which should be a bad sign. It should be like, yeah. oh, well, Should you. it, though? Because if you can fly a car off a mountain to the other side of the mountain, I feel like you're a good driver, right? But for you to know that you can do that means that you have had some adventures on the road that should be should studied be first. Handled. Yeah, it should be. I think it should be a deeper discussion if you know how to, you know, f- drive a Prius off of a 767. Right, you right. If you can Tokyo Drift, you you might have a problem. Why do you need a license at that point? <laughs> for why, why are you here? You should be giving them out. True. If you're a stunt driver. But I did have to pull over because I uh, my eyes got really wet and then I was a danger to the road. Um, It wasn't allergies. I was crying. (laughs) Um, But I I was so grateful for you. Like, truly, like that it it, truly like you're such a light. You're such a gift. And I've been listening to you for a long time. And I'm going to pretend I don't know things about you because I am not parasocial like mm. you mofos out there we talk about this all the time like we're we're normal yeah but i love you so love i'm you too. so happy that you're here i'm happy to be here and i love that your hat says daddy because <laughs> i have a little daddy i'm a little, mommy, I'm a little daddy honey oh my god all right so kid we always ask on this show mm-hmm. in the beginning what is your relationship with scams do you love them do you hate them do you have a scam that's been run on you that you've run on other people that's outside of the statute of limitations no police mm-hmm. um it could be anything i mean again being from miami florida i have a pretty close relationship with scam me um what part of miami of... because i lived i i i'm fake miami i lived one year in fort lauderdale okay well that's not my Lauderdale. yeah y'all are on the come up <laughs> Jocelyn's done a lot for for the county, honestly. I think Kodak Black is also from from Broward or something like that. And it's like I'm 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 so fascinated at the ghettofication of Fort Lauderdale. (laughs) 
through Zeus and whoever else. It was else low key a living at all. I went to the middle oh, school. Oh yeah, no, 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 no. And then when it rained at three o'clock every day, we was wet. And yeah, then we went to back to school. But it was also like not the hood. Like niggas weren't claiming Fort Lauderdale as the hood like that. Lauderdale. You would just play yeah, play you right. from the city, but you were actually from like another thirty minutes up or so. It's 20, Twenty if you speed. Twenty three if you speed. <laughs> Um, but yeah, like there's so much scamming in Miami, and when you think about it, it's a prime place for that. There's so many drunk, high tourists mm-hmm. that are just by nature of being there, drunk and high, lose their credit cards. But then, if you know how to, you know, really hit a lick, then it's like, yeah, like I'm gonna ball out because this is the grab. I'm gonna cross the bridge, go take everybody money, go to Bell Harbor, and now come back home. How they taking everybody money when they cross the bridge? You know any? You know any tea? I don't want to, you know, say too much. I don't want to go into, you know... We don't want to fuck up nobody's bag. Right. And I don't want to, like... I, I know... T- I've I've learned today that the girlies are, like, embracing scamming so much that there are even, like, rap songs with, like, scamming tutorials. Mm-hmm. Fascinating progress that we've made in, yeah. in the world of fraud. But um, personally, like, for me, it was a lot of boosters, meaning, like, people literally just going into stores, stealing. Mm-hmm. Um, and then lots and lots of, of just credit card fraud, whether it would be actually lifting your cards um, or just the information on it. And again, it's very easy to do in places like Miami Beach, downtown Miami. It is. You know, so... Yeah, a lot of people would, I guess, go back home and then be very confused when they would look at their accounts. And then, you know, somebody in Oblaka is running around with a brand new Fendi it's suit. It's usually Brooklyn. <laughs> so, you know. And and normally they start with Domino's Pizza. And then they see if you got some coins. And then they move on yeah. from there. Like, they do that in the area. Very true. Very mm-hmm. true. I've I've known a girl, few of the girls to go down to, like, a Shell gas mm-hmm. station. A couple sour straws or something. Just, you know, getting an idea. <laughs> sour straws. Yeah. And then you graduate, you know, up from there. Um, and, you know, I think just by being, like, the seemingly harmless, cute gay boy that, you know, had a couple of friends that did this. Um, sometimes I, I would benefit through that, you know, with a gift or two, maybe Listen, a keychain. I had, I talked about on this podcast, there was this lady, or excuse me, this man, and he was the gay man, who would come to my mama's house. And it made me feel very fancy, because you know how rich people, like, have, like, fancy clothes, like, come over to their house, and they'll be like, I'll buy this, I'll yeah. buy that, or whatever. When I was a kid, the Mac man came to the house, and he mm. had Mac cosmetic products, and we would wow. buy them at a discount. And I didn't know the Mac man was boosting. I just thought we were fancy. But yeah. He was boosting. Yeah. So I benefited. I did. And kudos to him for allowing you to live in that bubble as a young person <laughs> and not, you know, like breaking your your fantasy no he didn't and i did once get scammed in miami when i was like there for spring break i had a fake id because i wasn't of age and like shout out to racism because my fake id always worked because my friend Mm. in college she gave me her id and she gave me her student id so i could really like back it up with two but she her nose was a little bit wider than mine and she's very pretty we kind of look similar but the nose was different. Mm-hmm. So every time I would hand the ID to people in clubs in Miami, I would like flare my nostrils like this. I <laughs> swear I thought that was going somewhere else. <laughs> I thought you were going to just be like, oh, I got, I got work done. Like, don't, no. You know, 
I would flare my nostrils and the white people would be like, yeah, they look the same. Yeah, of course. They look the same. Right. We did not look the same. At all. At all. But then one bouncer caught on to me and he was like, he took my ID. And I was like, no, man, like we still got clubs to go to. I went to a club with Uncle Luke. I like we. Live. It was too live. Yeah, crew. But the bodyguard, he took my ID. And so then I had to go back. And bribe it from him. I had to go back and give him $100, which as a college student was like a fortune, mm-hmm. to get it back. So I could party for the rest of the weekend. He should be ashamed. He really should. Like, I'm not mad because that in itself is a scam. He robbed a poor hot girl. Yeah. Who was just trying to get her hot girl on. I'm just like, if God had given, had given me a different stature, meaning if I were like bodyguard built, Okay. But I was still me. The girls would live. I would probably not be able to keep a job though, because I, I would like be if like, "You were a bodyguard with your stature, though. Like people would be extra afraid of you." Because like, now, yeah, because I'd be like, I feel like I would be like, "What can he do?" You know what? That's kind of a good point. What can he do? Like he he neck chop people. He gonna yeah. kick his foot around and like I feel. I'm like... already very good at the like serial killer face. It's just my face. <laughs> It's just, it's just the way that I look. So, like, uh, already automatic, just, like, me default. You know, some people I, I have given me the, like, ooh, what's going on over there? So, I, I think you might be right. That all you got to do is, is slap a, a little black polo with a security mm. thing on it from it. And somebody's going to be like, I don't know. That nigga might be crazy. And I, and I feel like with your stature, because, like, okay, they always wanted to be, like, a tall, yeah, like, that's curly obvious. nigga. But if I saw you... With that black polo on, I'd be like, he knows something we don't. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't want to fuck with him. Yeah, he's traveled. He's, yeah, he studied the arts. A, the Krav Maga. <laughs> yeah. He knows. Yeah. You I know, love he that. could snatch the grasshopper from the hand yeah. real fast. I would, I would be afraid. But that security guard should be ashamed. I get it, though. Scams! Ooh, do you feel that in the air? Yes, that is summertime. It's in the breeze. It's in the trees. And y'all know when the sky comes out, (laughs) the thighs come out. And as the weather gets hotter, it's time to say bye to jackets and sweaters and hey to shorts and tees. If you've been wanting to update your wardrobe for the long haul without spending a fortune, Quince is for you. Y'all know I love Quince. If you want to be looking chic year after year with classic pieces that you can dress up, dress down, wear around town, you got to get into Quince. They have premium European linen dresses. I have one in green and oh, when I wear it, it is a show stopper. Blouses, shorts from $30, y'all. Washable silk tops, which I told y'all I love those. I actually went back and got it in navy. I got it in the white like cream and I just know when I wear it, I'm going to feel like Diane Keaton on the beach thinking about my life like white cream are you kidding me it's giving rich okay quince is that girl y'all know you see me in their pieces all the time get into it get warm weather ready with quince go to quince.com slash goddess for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns that's q-u-i-n-c-e dot com slash goddess to get free shipping and 365 day returns q-u-i-n-c-e dot com slash goddess Finding the perfect t-shirt has always had me like Goldilocks, trying on shirts. This one's too hard. 
this one's too soft and it fell apart because y'all know I got it from a cheap website. And this t-shirt from Skims is just right. From fit to quality, it is one of my, like these are my favorite t-shirts. I have three different ones. Y'all know I love me an Onyx because I'm going to be wearing black all the time. Um, They have a cotton long sleeve jersey tee that I really like too because the material is so soft. But when I put it in the washer, she don't have a whole transformation or makeover. It's not move that bus when I take it out. She looks the way that she looked when I put her in and we know we cannot say that for all t-shirts okay so you can have staple t-shirts that you can mix and match and wear up or down maybe we're going to a fancy night out maybe we're going on a date maybe we're lounging around the house I love these shirts so much because I can do so many different things with them it's like I'm telling y'all skims they doing right over there I got got on the underwear right now I can't give it up I think they got me y'all I'm not even playing shop the skims t-shirt shop at skims.com now available in sizes extra extra small to 4x if you haven't yet be sure to let them know i sent you after you place your order select scam goddess in the survey and select my show in the drop down menu that follows so let's move into our first segment here what's hot and fraud this is where we warn our listeners about popping scams in the zeitgeist or more often than not we get a letter from them Mm. as always snitch on your friends family and your enemies at (laughs) scamgoddesspotted.gmail.com Just make sure the scam is retired so we don't what? Yes, fuck up your bag. Amen. And before we start this, I'm going to tell y'all that um, Chicago, you won. The mute challenge? (laughs) I don't know if they won the mute challenge. I truly don't. But Chicago, November 16th, we're going to do a live show in Chicago of Scam Goddess. So you guys won. Congratulations. I love Chicago. Oh, my God. I do love Chicago. I haven't, like, performed there. Well, and that's a lie. I ended up performing at the Laugh Factory by accident. Work. (laughs) By accident. (laughs) Work. That's actually a flex. I went there with my friend for her birthday. She was like, I want to see comedy. And we, like, went there. And then somebody was like, I know you all come over here. And I was like, oh, hey, you want to take a picture? And they were like, can you do five minutes? And I was like, huh? <laughs> <laughs> like, hold on. Let me get my team on the line to discuss right. payment. <laughs> Girl, what? And then I was like, no, no, I'm here with my friend. And my friend was like, no, you get your ass up there. This is my birthday. And I was like, okay. So then I go uh... up there and I do five. And then five turned into 12. And that started turning into 20. And I was like, I walked up and I was like, y'all holding me because I'm not scam. getting paid for this. Another like, scam. How y'all gonna make me a slave during February? Like, it was crazy. But then, yeah. So, but it was great. I love Chicago. So, Chicago, y'all won all the votes and November 16th. Y'all better show y'all motherfucking asses up because if you don't, it's gonna be a problem. I'm gonna block all of Chicagoans. Mm-hmm. You gotta get, a, get there now before it get Coco. Yeah, that's why I'm going to November because I'm like I can't. I'm not doing no Chicago. Chicago wind. gets deathly cold. No, deathly no, no. Hallows. Chicago winter? No, ma'am. It is crazy. They ain't got enough north or face for me to be in Chicago winter. <laughs> right. Dead. Mon or clear. So what's hot and fraud? We warn our listeners, but more often than not, you guys know the letters, right? So scamgoddesspot at gmail dot com. Um, kid, I need a fake name from you. We don't care about gender; it's construct. Um, Muriel. Okay, you better bring back the. <laughs> Listen, Muriel. Muriel. Yeah. Muriel, remember everybody's birthday. Mm. <laughs> Muriel writes cards and puts them in the mail, and she put like five dollars in them. 
Always has caramels. Always. Always has a little caramel on it. Muriel got them strawberry candies, the ones that be... in the With the package, that the little wrapper that looked like a strawberry. Yeah. Yeah. And where do you buy those? I, I don't know. I don't know. Probably like Dollar Tree. I, I've been in there and I kind of looked for fun to see if they had them. Or Family Dollar. Because Family Dollar is the one where you'll die. Okay, maybe Family Dollar. Because I'm like, where do y'all buy these? Like, where? why can't I become a, a auntie earlier? Yeah, like, where do you... Maybe there's like a secret auntie. Where like pink? You know the peppermints that be like cinnamon? Oh, yeah, the, like, the ones that like break down and mm-hmm. be like a little chalky. Mm-hmm. Oh, not, okay, I know what you're talking about, but I'm talking about the ones that are regular peppermint texture, but they be pink in the middle and they be cinnamon. Oh, I do know what... I don't know. I don't even... I haven't seen one of those in a while. <sighs> They're at the bottom of your auntie purse. My grandmama just did Mentos. The it fresh was, maker? Yes. It was just always Mentos. <laughs> Not her be like, ba da da do Flat out. Like, it was always a Mentos. I don't know why. Wow. But I, every time she offered me, I took them. Or you know what is even deeper lore for black candy children? Where was they getting the ones that was butterscotch and they was wrapped in the yellow, like, top? Church. <laughs> Literally church. <laughs> I don't know. God is just giving them. It might be like things. an auntie underground railroad somewhere <laughs> where they, they get all of these things. And it's where secret. they do candy trays. Yeah, probably have to. Like, it's like have a fight club, and that's mm-hmm. how you get them. Yep. Honestly, I'm here for it. So Muriel says, "Hi, Lacey, saving the flowers for Twitter. You know you're good. Okay, <laughs> Muriel. So it says, given the scam is 20 years retired, we'll drop a location. Picture it, Buffalo." 2023. Now, is it 2023? If you said it was 20 years retired, it's 2003. Right. Where are are you? Okay. So the Bills had it. So 2003. I think that was just a typo. So picture it. Buffalo. 2003. The Bills hadn't been shit for a few years. And at that point, Jessica Simpson thought Buffaloes had wings. Yeah, I remember that. Now, Jessica. Good times. Jessica probably like, why am I in it? Yeah. I ain't done shit for like years. I've been minding my business. Was this her tuna phase yep. we're chicken of the sea yep honestly yep. she's a genius she is this like, tuna I'm, I'm eating or is it fish and nick looked at her like i'm trying to figure out if you're being for real right now <laughs> <laughs> it was like he was re- he was genuinely like what and then she became like america's dits i mean i think she was doing because a woman can't be dumb if you make shoes that strong like jessica simpson's shoes if you threw that through like a window, like it would break. Like mm. if you if you wanted to cut a diamond, it would be cut with Jessica's shoes. Yeah. They were strong and you could run from the police in them. Like they, they had a good yeah. base. They never gave me blisters. I love her shoes. I love Jessica. Yeah. For the shoes alone. She made like a killing off them shoes, so she's she fine. Did. Yeah. She was like Steve Ben, hold my beard. I heard a rumor recently that she might be making music again. <sighs> She gonna make some. Uh, I might have made that uh, made that up. Uh, actually, she gonna make some of that. Because Jessica was only breathing on the microphone. Her her niece and, and them is is Diana Ross grandbaby. I know. Yeah, they really married into some some black um, excellence. God yeah, because it was the Ashley Simpson mm-hmm. married uh, Evan Light Skin Ross. Mm-hmm. Evan yeah. Ross ATL. <laughs> Give me back my necklace. That was a, a movie that happened. Listen, that movie is that canon. movie came out. It, <laughs> I, I, I'm sorry, it's so bad and so good. That movie on, was released. 
You know I I know that who I think it is. Like, come on now. There's so many quotes. No, it's it's iconic. I love it. When the Kardashians like homegirl was in Yeah, that. the twins were in that. Yes. They're like, oh, that car's so nice. Let's touch it. Yeah. And then Chloe was like, oh, let me put a leash around your neck for <gasps> Ooh, Halloween. Yeah, that was and Megan Good was on that leash too. They want us to forget about that, but yeah, I'm gonna stop bringing it up. They're probably gonna <laughs> just move on. Was Megan was like, ago. I found God and then I left yeah. that man. <laughs> <laughs> and now I'm with oh god no uh, uh, what's his name you know I was gonna say civil that. rights man Jonathan I was gonna say his superhero name that's his superhero name now civil rights man <laughs> <laughs> that's his new name god bless us and... <laughs> every single one I want to say something even more disrespectful. Jim Crow man. Lacey. <laughs> I want you to know there was a lead up to that that was you know, That's what I wanted to quite say. Quite intentional. He gets his power from the colored only water fountains. <laughs> Work with me. <laughs> I <laughs> I'm trying my absolute best to stay out of Batman's business. <laughs> Oh, I'll, I'll tell you what some you're things after about. this podcast. Okay. <laughs> so, okay. Muriel. <laughs> Back to Muriel. Yes. Muriel says, hey, Lacey. The bills are trash. Yes. And I was a shitty little third grader who had a scholastic bulk book fair coming up and wanted to shop. My mom said that she'd give me a pre-signed blank check so that I could get two things from the store catalog. My mom did this, too. She would give me like a, it wasn't blank. I feel like she put an amount, which I'm like, is this a scam? Because how did I add this up with tax? That makes sense. I had a black mama. She wasn't doing it blank. She yeah. put a number. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't, I've. Have you ever gone to a book fair? Oh, I loved the book fairs. I loved them. Like that was my shit. When we were allowed to go and just go look through all of this, like I, it was like Disney World for me. And I was just like, oh, you can, you can do enjoyable things at school. And, you know, that was nice. And I think because I had loved books so much and preferred them over toys and candy and all of that other stuff, you know, my family was like, yeah, you can have all of the books. What have, We don't care. We will spend the money on the books if that's, you know what I mean? So, I, was, I mean, we weren't no damn blank checks happening. The only blank check I know is that uh, Disney movie with that white boy in the 90s. <laughs> and that was the first okay. time I had heard of blank checks and maybe the last. So True. I don't, that wasn't a part of my life. But um, yeah, I loved the book fair. I, I would. I did too. Wait, would you ever get like any like pencils or like smelly markers or was it just books? For me, it was mostly books, but they did a lot of the time they would, ha- I feel like they had a lot of like licensed stationery that was, that, mm-hmm. you know, when you're little, like. I don't know, Mickey Mouse or Pokemon pencils right. or stuff like that. I might be like, oh, that's really cool. A Pikachu eraser. I think I'm, that's, that's a little cute, bit later. Because that's more but, like Yeah. But mostly mostly it was like for me it was it was books and bookmarks. Ooh, because you don't you don't like the dog ear page? You don't want to no, fold it? I, to this day. To, I probably have like twenty bookmarks on. Oh, I'm ratchet. I like to fold it. Yeah, I can't. I'll I'll crunch it up. If if it gets delivered to me with a folded page, I'm pissed. 
As a writer, if you saw how I perform as an actor, it would drive you nuts because, like, I'll go through a script and crunch up the pages. Oh, but that's a script. So it's easier to fold. Yeah, you're going to get 50 of those a day. <laughs> like, that's, like that, that's different to me than, than a book. A book, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay, Joe, from you. I'm just saying. <laughs> you know. And it also depends on the book. You, know you got your mean? books in a refrigerator? <laughs> yeah, some of them. But I actually get, no, I don't. I have, like, a lot of them. My like the ones I'm currently going through or my favorite ones will be like stacked all over the place on display. But I like that. A lot of them are just tucked away somewhere where I keep my books and my thingy. Okay. Yeah. Listen, I was like Junie B. Jones and like mm. that kind of that was my era. But I I never respected books as much as I should have, to mm. be honest. That's I, fair. Yeah. I started like I remember reading like, Harry Potter. She's a turf. Um, but yeah. w- before we knew she was a turf, my mom was like, Oh, read these books and I was like, I don't read these boring ass books and then I saw cuss words in the books and I was like, Oh yeah. Oh, yeah, they did have like a, a couple of little, little swears. That's right. I remember first reading those books and being like, Oh, my goodness. That's how they got me with the cuss words. I was like, yeah. Oh, they're cussing up in here. Okay, I'll keep reading. Yeah. <laughs> they also said get a lot, which mm-hmm. I read as jit, which I mean, if anybody knows anything about South Florida, yeah. JIT is like a whole way of living for us. <laughs> like when I was a JIT. So it was like, oh, they say that. Harry Potter doesn't say JIT. They don't. But I think it means the same thing. Honestly, I love that. Anyway. I mean, listen, you can interpret it however you want. Yeah. That's so what reading's about. The, right. So Muriel's, the end of Muriel's story says that. Um, so the, Muriel had a blank check. And Miro said that morning, however, I forgot where the check was. Being the little shit that I was, I took her checkbook with me to school. So he's so Muriel's saying that I took my mama checkbook with me to school because I lost the one blank check she gave me. Wow. That's audacity. And and theft. <laughs> yeah, yeah, a little bit of robbery. You know, mm-hmm. but I mean like you sometimes you gotta steal from your mama. You did it in the womb. What's one more time? Yeah. Stole all her resources. You know, I know you talk about pregnancy. You know, the teeth can fall out. The nipples can fall off. Like, it's, you know, you're stealing when you're in there. But I'm just like, don't the check out to be signed? I mean, I know my mom's signature. My oh, mom had a stamp with her signature for work. And I would wipe the corners off of the stamp. And it, and I would stamp stuff. <laughs> Continue. I feel like this is going to go left. No. It's not. That's basically it. Oh, well, actually, maybe you're right. So it says, I also noticed some other kids needed to buy books, too. Oh, girl. Oh, (laughs) girl alive. Okay. Don't ask me how, but my ass was correctly writing checks for me and my friends at eight years old. I only got caught when one of them was written for a million (laughs) dollars. Muriel. But the teacher, you are so close. So close. What the? F- a million dollars is too far. All of a, a sudden, check. this nigga thought you was Pat Sajak. <laughs> what are you here to do? Are you at the school last week's book fair making it rain this hard? This is what? a hurricane. <laughs> Honestly, wish I was there. I would have gotten all the smelly erasers that okay. I wanted. And the end? I mean, benevolent. So the teacher called my mom, who was able to void everything, even though it would clearly bounce. Now you call your mama broke. (laughs) Your mama got a million dollars. I mean, you steal it from her, so I don't understand why you're disrespecting her Like at the same time. How you gonna call your mama broke saying it was gonna bounce? Clearly, she got something. Right. 
Even if you want to say bounce, you have to say clearly bounce. That's disrespect. You still disrespect your mama to this day. Wow. So it says, and somehow she was so impressed that I didn't get in trouble. Just told not to go in her purse again since she had, or since I had decent intent. Maybe now all the kids listening today may go back to physical Tinder scamming and not cash app and square card readers. I hope that for them too. This person is not black. No, they're not. I don't think so. Muriel, I hope that we get back to check writing. I want to do check fraud. Rest in peace, Suzanne Summer. She did check fraud. Yeah. She got arrested for it and had a cute mugshot. Yeah, that's true, too. I think that person was was incredibly audacious. The fact that you like it was one thing that you took your 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 mama's checkbook, which confuses me because it's like if if there was a, a, a blank check written from that checkbook. And you could take the checkbook. Mm-hmm. I would assume that your mama was somewhere around, you know, n- near the time of, of your theft. Yeah, because how did you get to school? So why didn't you just say, hey, mama, I lost that one piece of paper. Can Do you mind writing me another one? Like, you clearly know how checks work. You, you know, you donated to the whole motherfucking school. You got your goddamn... Um, what's his name? Jeff Bezos. You were out <laughs> at the school just passing out around money or whatever. So why didn't you just say, hey, I lost that one track? This is an eight-year-old criminal. He yeah. was just starting it out. He was like, let me figure out thrill. how to crime and get to crime time. It was definitely for the thrill. For sure. And But he hooked the homies up too. He was like, y'all want books? Which as a homie, as I said, I would always appreciate. <laughs> as your, your body parent, language. I... <laughs> your language, your body language was like, yeah, I'll no, take it. no, certainly, sugar me. But yeah, I'm as soon as it as Muriel's like, oh, my mama, you know, didn't do anything. They were just so impressed that I didn't get in trouble because you're the the trouble. You, <laughs> what do you? Honestly, Muriel stole your checks. I feel like his mom or Muriel's mama probably was like, you did so much fraud that now the the grocery store check that I just did today and and other checks I wrote, I'm I'm going to avoid them all. so right. That is the only logical explanation. Muriel called the bank and was like, everything I paid for today was a scam. Everything. That is (laughs) one thousand percent would happen good looking that's out Meryl. only that's the only logical explanation it has to be she was like oh it's fun. just don't ever do that again we are a-okay in my book you come on down let's go and get you a 24 piece nugget like that was because like everything Meryl, mcdonald's and <laughs> had mcdonald's money yeah because nobody was paying for anything that day amen i i Wish I lived in the days where you could go to McDonald's with a check. There had to have been a time. Of course. I'm sure. There are probably some McDonald's that take checks now. Because checks are still a thing, apparently. Fully. I don't have a checkbook, and people be like, can you write a check? And I'll be like... I have one, because I don't write checks. (laughs) (laughs) I've I've never used it. I got to get one, because I got to write a check, and I keep just getting cashier's checks when I have to write a check. But that's $10. I'm just like, I know there's going to be a time where I'm going to need to write a check. Probably at least once before I die, and so then there, there they will be, you know, yeah. somewhere. But then also, I'm like, if, now that I'm thinking about it, I don't know where that damn checkbook is. So <laughs> you don't know where it is. <laughs> I'm sure I'd have to go look for it. <laughs> 
So. Well, damn. Robbery! Do you have an unemployed roommate at home? You know who I'm talking about. Children. Yes, Whitney said they are our future. And don't you want to invest in theirs? I know you want to set your children up for success. Maybe you want to save a little coin on private tutoring because we know that inflation is high and these wages are not getting higher. Okay, which is why I love IXL Learning. IXL Learning, it's an online program for kids covering math, language arts, science and social studies. IXL is designed to help them really understand and master topics in a fun way. No more grading those worksheets. IXL grades everything itself. No more trying to scam your kids as you try to figure out their math equations and their homework. And you know you haven't seen a trapezoid in about 20 years, right? So let IXL help you out. IXL is used in 95 of the top 100 school districts in the U.S. Make an impact on your child's learning and get IXL now. And Scam Goddess listeners can get an exclusive 20% off IXL membership when they sign up today at IXL.com goddess. Visit IXL.com goddess to get the most effective learning program out there for the best price. Suffering from aches and pains? The all-new Tempur-Pedic Adapt Mattress eases your pressure points all night, every night. Now, save up to $500 on select adjustable mattress sets at TempurPedic.com. Select adjustable mattress sets only. Lesser savings may apply. So, we're moving on into historic hoodwinks. This is where I will regale kid with the famous con caper group of criminals. So... I want to make a note up top here. This story was broken by Sean Williams in the Rolling Stone article, The Con, The Con, Artist, and Me. Mm. So we don't want to rob our journalists, so we'll just say where most of it's sourced from. So in a 2021 book called The Confidence, Con is in all caps, y'all know like Mm. the congregation, The Confidence Chronicles was published by a retired LAPD cop, Cheryl Dorsey, detailing the crimes of Maverick Miles Nehemiah. I'm (laughs) never going to say that last name again. It was phonetic. It's phonetic. Nehemiah. Mm. Nehemiah. I I assume Nehemiah. It's Nehemiah. It's got to be. I actually didn't even need the phonetic. If I just read the name, (laughs) Nehemiah. Why does he kneel? I mean, because when people put that there, I feel like our instinct is to read that. I can't read Fantasia. Yeah. Oh, okay. So Maverick allegedly scammed the U.S. government out of $20 million through mm-hmm. forging savings bonds in the 1980s. However, Mark. the bigger scam might be Maverick's true identity and crime. Jack Nicholson. <laughs> Honestly, truly, okay, likely. Trump. Donald Trump is doing amazing. He's not mm. going to go to jail. Right. We're kind of doing a whole dog and pony show, but he's not going to go to jail. No. I feel like it's just like, don't you, listen, y'all don't do this again. <laughs> if you become president, don't do this much crime. If he did go to jail, they would build him his own jail and it would be a Margaritaville. <laughs> So, off the deck of like a cruise ship stop, literally, yes. ocean everything has an ocean view. Like, he's not going to jail, J- no, so, he's not gonna be in like, D block. Leave me alone, right? I know Nixon probably looking up from Hill, like, damn, I, I didn't even have to resign. Yeah, <laughs> it's like, damn, I could have stayed. Yeah. So, who is Maverick Miles? Maverick Miles, Nehemiah. Mm-hmm. was born as Derek Andre Kelly. You can always tell a scammer because they changed their name. Kid, are, do you scam? No, never. 
Your name is not Cat Fury. I guess. <laughs> That's fair enough. You changed That's your name. That's true. I did. I have an alias. To do crime. Yeah. And lies. <laughs> Mostly lies. <laughs> Mostly lies. And Facetune. Really? Sometimes. You have like the best Cupid's bow I've ever seen in real life. I love it. It's, it's crazy. like my 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 mommy gave it to me. Yes, and mommy. it's like one of my things about my face I like, I guess. It's super like, it's like pronounced. you're beating Rihanna. Like your Cupid's bow is. I feel, thank you. When Rihanna hit the scene, I was like, Island Girl, Cupid's bow, sign me up. I was on board from Ponder Replay. I wasn't on board at Ponder Replay. I understand that. Many people were not. I was. Because again, reggae music. True. Gorgeous girl, little da- hip dancing. You felt like it was like Tyler with water. I'm listen. Yes, incorporate any kind of a reggae, Afro beat, soca, like any kind of thing, honestly, in there, and you're probably going to get me. If Taylor, Sw- no, never mind. She's probably the one. She might be the one person. <laughs> can you I won't imagine Taylor Swift being like, yes. Wagwan. Yeah, I can. Guys, Wagwan. I can. <laughs> Fully. But yeah, no, like, that's an easy way to my heart is reggae music, so. Okay. Yeah. Um, promise me. I'm trying to and see if I can do Taylor, Taylor Swift, but like, please don't. Jamaican. Like, I'm the problem. Uh, hey, Mr. DJ. <laughs> no, I can't do it. Are you? you I'm the problem, pr- miss me. Is that her song? It's you, I. Yeah, that's her song. Okay. So yeah, literally, yeah. Some pondery play. Okay, yeah, no. Um, <laughs> and then the the worst part is it would be worse than that. I don't I don't know. Tay Tay might come with something. She's I, a Sagittarius. Especially be, and you know something else? She is committed to being I Spice's best friend. Mm. I Spice just did the Rima record. I Spice is also, I think, have she's Dominican and Nigerian. Oh, that's the spice? Yes. Oh, I know. It's Fufu. I'm like, do not qu- well quote me, but like, I could be wrong. I'm almost 100 percent sure. Her mom is for sure Dominican, I think, and I'm I'm pretty sure her dad is Nigerian. Okay, because her mom is a baddie. Yeah, her mom's gorgeous. I'm not sure what her dad looks like. I feel like they say her dad is handsome too. Mm, I mean, I would. Or I mean, handsome. that makes sense. <laughs> her mom is <laughs> but whatever. It's rumored that both of her parents are, are handsome. handsome. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah. Um. But you know that works. Uh. For Ice Spice, obviously, because culture and Afrobeat is true, and she do got her little Annie fro, so mm. she's giving. She looks. Mm. I love how she looks. I love. I love her little Annie fro. I love it too. It's just. It's giving something different. She just seems really. They. They were giving her a hard time for her SNL performance. I don't understand why, because it's like that's her personality. She's like shy. she's just gonna be giving you a little bit. I think she's just a little shy, and that's okay. There's nothing wrong with that. And honestly, like. Everybody doesn't have to go super hardcore. I was just um, on Francesca Ramsey's podcast, and I know y'all are hey, friends. Yes, my babes. But um, you know, Fran does those videos now sometimes where she'll like do little voiceovers, and she did one of um, Fergie when she yes, did that. I saw this. <laughs> yes, mm-hmm. she did that Good Day America performance where she was doing cartwheels. Like, hey, hey, hey. Listen. Something. From a Fergie to an Ice Spice, like you know, we can land. Yeah, th- that's a spectrum. Yeah, and, and, and she has time. It. 
She just got here. Also, they're not doing artist development anymore. So it's like they just thrusted her out there. At all. And we're like, get out there and be like, I'm showing that panty in Miami. Honestly, I feel like they, it isn't until the budget is up for them to afford like a a full out Cortland, a Sean Bankhead, a a Jaquel Knight. Like when they can afford a black choreographer slash uh, like movement coach is when it's like, oh, okay. Yeah, I was a little show. You were Tiana Taylor, who right? Was open Lotto. There you go. Yeah. There you go. That's when it's like, oh, okay, I, right. I'm oh, into my, this. Mama, but... fly the plane. <laughs> but she is just <laughs> Victoria is on a different level. She's... I love Victoria Monet. If you I haven't just, seen she makes me the, so excited. Uh, the I Look Good choreography, do yourself a favor and look it up because yeah. I, I kind of want to learn it. It's just so good. I'm, I'm just plane. committed to the I fact that I'm it. old and I'm going to be disappointed in myself that, that I can't my, do it. Mama, oh my. Like, I will take it. I will feel personally disappointed in myself in my difficulty to get it right. <laughs> so I'm just like, the girls are dancing. <laughs> I'm going to leave it to, I'm not, I can't do this shit no more, but I'm obsessed. I'm going to fight through it. Yeah. Like, Shy Bankhead is a fave. I mean, I still have Houston knees, so these knees are strong. Yeah, I'm good. I got that. I got that. You got good knees? I got, yeah. I'm from that county. That's one of my proudest achievements, so, is my knees. Yeah, I'm proud of mine, too. I do leg ups. Okay, listen, we'll see you later. Okay. We'll, we'll have a knee off. So, um, <laughs> back into the story. Yeah. Um, so, in 1980, Derek, who is Maverick Nehemiah. Yeah, I'm sure that's what it is. He went to school at Morgan State University in Baltimore, Maryland on a football scholarship. He began what would become a long scamming career when he convinced his then-girlfriend, a woman named Carrie Ross, into lending him $2,500 of her tuition money while he tried out for the NFL. Okay. Girl. If you you got NFL talent, why I got to give you money for the NFL? They they pay you to go there. I'm so confused. (laughs) Ladies... She just knew he was going to make it and give it back time, 10 times full. And he didn't, did he? Also, you never want to be the starter woman for a cishet man. Ever. They don't appreciate it. Act like you weren't there. You got you to gotta get them when somebody else tuned them up already. I don't want to build <laughs> with you. <laughs> See you up there, Jack. Right. See you when we get there. When you, gotta, when you built the house... Then maybe I'll come decorate, but I'm not gonna be there with you putting up the the planks. And God bless everybody. I know a lot of y'all. I have respected that like relationships are different for everybody, and some people want the brick by brick together relationship. Mm-hmm. And if it works, congratulations. If it works, it works. But mm-hmm. I just, me personally, I have never. My seen... My desire is not to do that. <sighs> I we do so much labor already. Mm-hmm. It's just it, that just sounds like so much extra labor. So after school, he failed tryouts for both the Houston Oilers and the Indianapolis Colts before turning Imagine into that. larger crime. So at one point, he joined a crew that were importing European cars illegally to Houston, Texas. So he pivoted real hard. Yeah, I mean, now we're doing illegal cars. You had to do something. I guess. Nineteen eighty-five. Derek's increasingly bizarre and manipulative behavior led to Carrie, who was his girlfriend, and Derek breaking up. So she left him. She was like, "I ain't got my twenty-five hundred dollars." You ain't joining the NFL. Mm-hmm. Where are these cars coming from? Yeah. I got to go. Right. I would love to. Even though she was pregnant with a child, he claimed wasn't his. Okay, Krishan Blueface. Oof. 
<laughs> Yikes. I mean, and this this just goes to show you that this be y'all. And I know that when we we talk about everybody else, we like to forget or, or you know, put our stuff to the side. Cause it's like, oh, I feel so much better because this person ain't shit. Like, neither are you. So let's, let's right, remember it's that. Like, it's mutual. Got pregnant by this nigga after you gave him $2,500? Bitch, you carry this baby. Fuck you talking about? I just gave you. I, what are you talking about? I got to carry the baby, too? Like, after I gave you $2,500 and you didn't join the NFL? Mm-mm. You ain't in no N. You ain't in no F. You ain't in no L. You in an L. You are in an L. <laughs> in an L. <laughs> You're right. You're the L. That was the only thing that happened. So in 1991, Derek started seeing Amanda Morgan. I hate this because, like, a trash-ass man can just find anybody to skirt to. It's yeah. like, this is not the end? Like, <sighs> Okay. Don't get me to preach in. <laughs> Listen, same. So Amanda Morgan, a single mother starting a new life in the city. She met Derek through a personal ad in the paper? Okay. Was this during Prohibition? When, when? 1991. Okay. Well, People putting out personal ads like, look, I'm looking for a bad bitch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you got $2,500, that'd make it that better. I think they the Golden Girls, which is around the same I think that season was around the same time. Maybe this was a thing. It was popular. I know you're a Golden Girls encyclopedia. Yeah. yeah. I, and one of my favorite Golden Girls facts is that um, who was it on the show who had more sex than everyone in Sex in the City? It's uh. You're talking, are you talking about Blanche? No, it's not Blanche. Isn't you're it? You're talking about Rose. Rose. Yeah. yeah. Okay, because I wasn't sure if you were talking about no, the like Rose. the little facts or the one everyone knows. Okay, read me. <laughs> no, because like a lot of people don't know that. Yes, it's yeah. one of my favorite facts. Like Rose was getting it in. Blanche was very upset about that. She was jealous because she wanted to be the hoe. Right. She yeah. was trying to be the hoe, and, she and then to be Rose the biggest slut and Rose character. I love an undercover hoe. That's what I'm trying to be. In she didn't think it was a big deal, and that's why I liked it. Because yes. she she was it was like and I think that was the last season of the show too, so they waited until the very end to give Rose this little piece of lore where she was like, yeah, I dated like 120 niggas in one year. Yes, and honestly, her personality seems like she would just be like, oh, haha, like yeah, we can fuck. If you have not watched Golden Girls, just watch that one. That's a good intro app. It really is. Yeah. Rose is so fun. Yeah. God. And I, I, that was such a sneak thing that I adored. Yeah, me too. So at one point, Derek told her, this is um, Amanda, the new girl that she found him mm-hmm. in the personal ads and was like, let me dial up this number out the newspaper and give me some dick. Which, you know what? I guess that's dating apps now. Yeah. Like, we kind of, I'm looking down at personal ads, but now I'm thinking, like, with the times, like, that was just dating apps. Just sniffies. Damn, I wish I had an, uh, like, I feel like taking out a newspaper ad takes more effort than downloading an app, though. Like, I would kind of like if people yeah. had personal ads and were like, I'm a nice guy and I have a lawn and a dog and I'm looking for a, you know, yeah. I'm a nice lady. I got a strap and, a, you know, like, I'll be like, right. yes. I'm just like, what is that? What's that group looking like? That's a, a lot of people that are going out of their way. That and means it, you really want love, though. I feel like on an app, you don't yeah, know you if really it's... want. It. <laughs> I knew my deal was like that. Like, is that like murder? Like, 
<laughs> okay, maybe that's murderer vibes. You're right. Just... You, they want it too bad. Too there hard. are probably some people who have had amazing love stories from the paper. Who knows? I mean, who knows? So, <laughs> um, in 1991, you know, Derek starts seeing Amanda, a single mother, starting a new life in the city. And, you know, we met through the, pa- the personal ads. I'm saying we like it's me. So, at one point, Derek told her that he had a mole at a credit card bureau. And he was making forged bank payroll checks that his crew would cash. So, he's now saying he moved on from the cars, the illegal cars. Now he's got somebody inside of a credit bureau that is making forged bank payroll checks that his crew would cash. Amanda was good with computers, so Derek asked her to make IDs for him at $5,000 an ID. Okay. Robbery. Highway theft. And also, how you gonna rope your girl in this fast? Hey, girl. You know, because as you were saying, I'm like, if I didn't give a damn about anything, this would probably be fun. Like, if I didn't give a shit, and I was just like, oh, who cares, or whatever, life is stupid, I can do jail or die. Amanda has a child. They don't care. Like, there's, like I'm saying, some people probably think this is a thrill. Mm. You know, like the image of, you know, in... in, in... And Amanda liked thrills because she didn't call a man out the newspaper. She called a nigga out of the so newspaper. Insane. A newspaper nigga. She so called insane. a newspaper nigga. Oh, so yeah, you're insane. right. You're right. She like the thrill of her life. Amanda has a bat by the front door. Mm. Amanda has various knives in hidden places. <laughs> and Derek saw Amanda texting on Excel like Kelly Rowland and was like, oh, you good at computers. <laughs> these are the two people that like in these movies that come out now where your parents are like in their mid 50s to 60s. And then mm-hmm. you find out they know like mixed martial arts and they go on like an international yes. mission to go get revenge. Yes. Amanda. It's very uh, Liam Neeson from Taken. Mm. Special set of skills. So when Amanda moved to Springfield, Illinois, Derek discovered that they could cash their fake savings bonds in different cities with little risk of being caught. So now they're taking their fake savings bonds to different cities. They move in around the continental U.S. making a bag. Sounds right. So eventually the duo created a routine where Amanda would go to her 9 to 5 during the week and then fly to different cities on the weekends to cash out thousands of dollars in bonds. A city girl. (laughs) (laughs) How old are these people? Bro, I don't know that. I mean, I guess I could do the math because... Young enough for the energy to do all this. Right. But you you might be surprised. Because it says, like, wait... He went to college at Morgan State in 1980. Oh, yeah, he started this, like, not so too long 18, after. And then in 91... 20s, 30s. Not yeah. Not too crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Good knees. Yeah. So together, they would also find jewelry and watch sellers to pay them with fake documents. They would pay them with fake documents and get away before they realized that they were phony. So they would go <laughs> buy jewelry and watches and pay them with fake documents, like fake checks, like our, our Muriel. Wow. And then before they realized it was phony, they was out the dough. That's a damn. So one weekend in 1993, they made their first mistake when Derek took them to a bank they had been to before. Mm. So Amanda walked in wearing a white Lily Rubin suit, which stood out in a suburban St. Louis <laughs> bank and immediately got her recognized <laughs> by a teller. That's I guess that's a luxury fashion brand. Hell Have no. you heard of that? No, I haven't. It's just funny a description. I feel like that's like walking in and like, like head to toe Louis V. Right. Like 
you went to Marine <laughs> went to this Sarah, bank like... in the fucking sticks, dressed like Cruella Deville. <laughs> Anita, darling. Like, they were like, you Man. are going to jail. Prince. We don't even know who the fuck you are, but we know you are not right. Get out. Hop in this pipeline. It's taking you to prison. That's it's hilarious. Time. Oh, my goodness. So she was brought into an office and asked to sit down. But she ran out the back into Derek's car before cops could be called. I honestly love that. My favorite thing is, like, when you know you're about to get caught, it's just to run away real fast. I mean, we have Manalo's fails. <laughs> Don't explain. Just run. Just run away think, real yeah. fast. It's like a universal language. It's like just like they make a pause. There's always a pause, like, and then it's run away real fast. <laughs> I'm like, yes, <laughs> this is my favorite thing. Yeah. I find it so funny. Mm-hmm. So things did not get much better after that. In 1994, Amanda's family home was broken into, and the thief made off with fake bonds, which were eventually traced back to her. Uh-huh. Damn. How, how a thief gonna get me? Yeah. Nah. <laughs> that, that's kind of fucked up. We gotta find that thief and beat their ass. Cause <laughs> what? I was like, at that point, you gotta admit karma is real. <laughs> Truly. So later that year, she was recognized by a cop. She must be a bad bitch, because why are cops recognizing you? Or are you just dripped down in Gucci everywhere? Like, how? Mm, I do love a label. Probably took their car to exhibit. <laughs> and got a fish tank put mm, in it? Yeah. Yo, did you ever look into like the Pimp My Ride stuff and yes. how they ruined everyone's lives? Lives. Not just their their cars. Their lives. Their lives. Because they would give them the car or they would bring their car and then they would put all types of ridiculous shit in it that like your engine can't even support they that electricity. Now cannot use the car. Now I can't go to work. I literally <laughs> have no car now. I will never kid, I'll never forget that fish tank. When they put a fish tank in someone's car, I was like, bro, this is Insanity. I can't get to my mama's funeral, but, <gasps> you know, I can watch the Goonies in my backseat. And they had a rule when you signed the contract that you couldn't sell the car. Yeah. Like, what? I I don't know what they were doing back then. But it's, Plasma it's screen TV. So fascinating. In your car. And they all blame Exhibit. He was just hired to do the job. <laughs> Exhibit, you will pay for your crimes. Yeah. You will pay for your crimes against humanity. So she was recognized by a cop and chased down. And Amanda says, I got a court appointed attorney who said, You better save your ass, honey, because you're looking at a lot of years in prison. <laughs> Fair enough. I love a court att- a court appointed attorney being like, Look, I ain't gonna do my job, so you better just yeah. take a plea. Like that in itself should let you know this was not the place to be slipping. At all. Also, like you couldn't afford a real attorney after all the theft y'all did. What's hap- What it was? What are we doing? I mean, court court appointed attorneys are real attorneys, and thank yeah, you. Yeah, it's no shade. For, yeah, it's no shade. But you couldn't pay for an attorney. <laughs> I mean, if the one you have, and or what you have to work with, they're literally telling you, "Hey, girl, I ain't even gonna front. <laughs> I can't help you." At that point. Could you imagine having an attorney who was like, all right, so we down bad. Yeah. Um, <laughs> they about to throw the library at you, not just the book. <laughs> like, uh, what you want to do? You're going to jail, sis. So. <laughs> you got exhibit A on you. Right. Let's do, just go ahead and take this deal. Do you have exhibit B? Mm, okay. 
See, what should I object? Tap me on the shoulder when you feel like. Okay, like I, I think I can represent myself at that point. <laughs> right. Like, go home, watch my cousin Vinny do this. Literally, it's like, do, how do you look at orange? Like, what yeah. are we saying? So for Amanda, that was enough. Amanda was like, you know what? Fuck him. And I flipped. Amanda received a three-year house arrest sentence. That's cute. And more than $50,000 in fines for processing and counterfeit securities. That's not bad. Oh, my God. She just got to stay in the house like that man, uh, like that woman's husband. Um, (laughs) I'm not going to say anything further. If you know, you know. Oh, my God. I'm just thinking of all of the parents that have been separated from their kids for, like decades for selling Mm -hmm. weed for selling fucking weed and now they got weed vending machines they're like i mean obviously we live in la like there's you know weed apple stores there's so literally literally it's just why would white people change the rules then all of a sudden you could have an apple store for weed and then in georgia the weed laws are so terrible that people are, you know, I just, uh, it's, Scams. it's hard. It's such a scam. It's such a scam. Scams. So anyway, uh, Amanda said she's snitching. She said, Letitia, Latoya. She said, Keisha, I met her at the ice cream parlor. Like she, yeah. she snitched on everybody. And so she got her cute little house arrest and didn't have to do nothing else. So Derek was arrested not long after and was found guilty and sentenced to 15 months in prison, including time served, three years of probation and a $6,000 fine. So he got a lesser fine than her even though he was doing all the the crimes right so wrapping this up Derek's reemergence. When Derek was released from prison in 1996, he leaned hard into courting women on the internet to receive affection and money. <laughs> I hate this. This is so funny. It's really funny. I'm like, oh, he's going to come back out and he's going to, like, uh, you know, volunteer at a we rec are, center. <laughs> we are attractive people. Mm, are you single? Right. I am. We are both attractive single people. Mm-hmm. And this man who has run hella scams, went to prison, came out, and immediately started dating and was viable. And the dating scene. What? Yeah, sounds about right. <laughs> sounds about right. Ain't bringing bitches to the halfway house. This is ridiculous. And y'all will go. And that, and, and that, <laughs> I, I hate that for y'all. I hate that for y'all. I hate it too. To this day, y'all will go. And I, I truly hate that for y'all. And I will, not only will y'all fuck with these halfway house I just got out and I have absolutely no prospects or desire to get them, ass motherfuckers, but y'all will y'all will have that motherfucker be the only one on your roster. At least fuck with the jail nigga with good dick or whatever, but then right. also have, like, two or three other niggas. Like, j- and if you're going to be my jail nigga, you at least got to provide some protection or something, like something you learned in there that can help me. The law, the, the religion, like whatever, something. There's no dick shade. Your dick is not enough. Your dick is not enough. I wish it was. Your dick is not enough. I wish it was. That's so sad. Mm-hmm. But so, <laughs> for a lot of people, Derek's dick was enough he also kept a rotating cast of girlfriends with whom he would live with for a month or two hobosexual before moving on to the next so he hobosexual in all around town sounds like LA 
It is. It truly is. Like, if anybody starts moving too fast with you and they want to sleep over all the time, like, just watch. Like, yeah, what's I going on? House. Yeah. Why you got a toothbrush in my bathroom? We just met. No. I'll throw that out for you. Don't worry about it. <laughs> throw that out for you. <laughs> I got you. That's such a nice way to do that. Yeah. I'll throw that out for you. Oh, oh your deodorant and these several pairs of boxers you left, I'll throw that out for you. Mm-hmm. Don't worry or I'll put it, it in a little Ziploc bag and take it off. And I'll, t- I'll toss it out the window. You yeah. just pick it up at the lawn. Because yeah. what? What? But they'd be like, oh, they love me. We fell in love so fast. It's like, why was it so fast? Because you had a bed? Because you got AC? You got juice in the fridge? Again, it's from newspaper people to internet people. <sighs> Then Craigslist, now Tinder. Hey, if you found, listen, message me, email me if you found love on Craigslist because I just don't believe that's possible. I'm sure someone has. Maybe. He said he was related to the jazz trumpeter Wynton Marsalis. I don't know who that is. Do you know who it is? Who would that impress? I don't, that's what I'm saying because I guess it's not very Googleable, so you can just be like. Now I'm not sure how old this nigga is. <laughs> Also, like, jazz? You trying yeah. to impress people with jazz? La La Land didn't even impress us with jazz. Right. You must have, like, he has, like, a tight. You must have, like, yeah, specifically kind of been going, like, yeah, down to Slam Poetry Nights <laughs> to get your women. Yo, we would probably clean up if we went to Slam Poetry Nights. Because if you can tolerate Slam Poetry, then... I can't. <laughs> you can tolerate anything. I can't. <laughs> so. Yeah, Way of speaking. It's, I can't Kid Fury. I feel, I don't know. I, I haven't been to poetry in a while, so I don't know if they still do it like that. But I ho- I'm hoping that it... They've it, changed styles. Yeah, the style has, has become like, you it's know, not still like... cliche and, and no one does it. Black maybe not. skin, will I win? It's like um, news reporters still do that. Yeah, but that's because I guess there's some kind of mental thing where it's like on trains and stuff in New York, it's like the women give the information, the female voice gives the information, and the male voice gives the warnings. So, like, mm. if it's like, oh, this, like, West 4th Street coming up, like, that's always a woman's voice. Mm. But then, mind the closing doors is a man's voice. I never noticed that, yeah. actually. Wow. It's because the men are giving the, like, it rules, and the women are giving the information, and that's how they've trained our brains. Mind blown. <laughs> <laughs> I really never processed that. Yeah, that's very true. Yeah. So, I feel like the news anchors, the reason that they root their voices is because it's like, Information is given at a lower tone, for women at least. Mm. The men just be talking. Yeah, that's fair. Wow. Yeah. But so, yeah, it's all like some psychotic no, I'm gonna get shit. like sucked into reporter <laughs> TikTok just to go and look this up. It is more at eleven. Yeah. So we're wrapping this up. So he he says he's knows a jazz trumpeter. He says he went to Harvard Business School. He says he helped build the Atlanta 1996 Olympic infrastructure. What? Okay. But he also competed in the games? Derek. (laughs) (laughs) So you was building... (laughs) You was hammering away one day and then... You was on the podium the next thing. The what? one living human to do it in the <laughs> history of the games. Shut the fuck up. And it worked. And it worked. I know it works. Oh, my God. Because why you got to do 
both. I feel like if you dare to compete, you, you are lying, sir. <laughs> you shouldn't have to be, build like a like a ski slope. Like you shouldn't oh have to do that God. if you dare to work. So by 2000, Derek hit his biggest jackpot yet when he convinced a woman, Jan Slovis, to give him her life savings. Oh, Jan, Jan, babes. So, however, around that time, more of Derek's victims began contacting each other, and Jan joined a group of at least 50 women to have come forward to discuss his crime. So now they got a Facebook group. You know it's got to be Facebook. Oh, my God. And they were like, you know Derek. I know Derek, too. He went to the Olympics. He told me he... The Facebook, is, the Facebook group is still active for the families affected by Derek and the legacy of. He told me he built the high jumps. Like, <laughs> what? I think he just said, like, wild, random shit that just sounded like you're rich and successful, but also, like, I wouldn't know because what the fuck are you talking about? Exactly. And, like, I wouldn't Google that. Like, how do I Google In who 96, built the ski you? slope? In 96 Olympics. Yeah, isn't that time? 96, didn't the computer, it was still green, like, like, um, ghost? I mean, we had, like, dot. No, because Windows 96, 97, yeah. Yeah. It was still a big box, though, and it was hot. It wasn't, yeah. It was still boxy, but I search engines and shit, for sure. Yeah, but at that time, I think it was more blogs of petty people. Who yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't to, know what information. Derek wouldn't have been... Google. I'm sure it was much easier to get away with it, but it's just still like you say that you you built all of all of the infrastructure with it, and then and then you won, and you played the games. <laughs> I mean, I always say like, if you hear some information that sounds outlandish or whatever, just say it out loud. Even if you don't like, if you have a friend, you can say it to say it to them. But if you don't want to share it, you're embarrassed or whatever, just say the words out loud mm. and see how they sound. Yeah. It's like, Oh, my boo just said that he built the infrastructure at the Olympics and he also competed at the same time. You hear how that sounds out loud? Yeah. Crazy. Yeah, exactly. I, 100 percent agree but hearing it from someone people have told me a lot of crazy shit and like when they say it i don't know i'm one of those people who like if i'm in an experience or a moment i'm in it and so i'm not scrutinizing in the moment right it's like that walk home that i'm like wait a minute that was weird (laughs) yeah me i am scrutinizing in the moment but mostly (laughs) with my face and i feel like this is why I, i don't get like lied to so viciously and blatantly mm-hmm. as this because people can't have fun with their lies with me because I'm not going to be like, okay, girl, shut the fuck up. You're lying. But I, my face is going to be like, okay, so mm. when, when does this fairy tale end? Because I'm let you have your moment, but it's like very <laughs> clear that it's just like, I, I'm not, I can smell a lie for a lot oh, a mile away. So people usually choose to leave me out of it because you, you're not going to have fun with me because I'm going to be like, oh, did you? <laughs> <laughs> and was it really hard doing the relay? <laughs> like, oh, was it just so difficult Damn, you're competing in the Olympics? <laughs> no, because girl, what the fuck are you lying to me about? I guess I just like scams too much. I'll be like, uh huh, go on. How far is this good to go? <laughs> I'm gonna let you go. But you're not you're it's gonna be obvious that I don't buy it. So you're not gonna enjoy it. You know it. what? I I love that and I want that. I'm gonna aspire to be more like you because this is just ridiculous. Mm-hmm. So 
we're going to speed through some of this. So by 2000, Derek hit his biggest jackpot. He had Jan, right? But then Jan hooked up with the bitches. They linked up. And 50 women came forward to discuss his crimes. They contact the IRS and the cops. But no one was interested until a Fox 11 news reporter in L.A. heard about Derek's schemes. A petty person. I love a petty person. Okay. I don't love a hater, but a petty person, I'm, I'm into it. Yeah. So on February 10th, 2003, the station ran a segment on the dangers of digital con artists and <laughs> featured Derek's face along <laughs> with photos of it. his now luxury-driven lifestyle. Damn. Not you on the, the more at 11. No. Damn. You were the more at mm. 11? I love it. Very ghetto. So unfortunately, not much happened and Derek seemed to tone down the romance scams following that. Instead, he switched to focus on cars. Remember he used to do stolen cars and movies and rented out a hangar in LA to store his formidable collection of classic and exotic cars. Remember he was stealing those. He all over the place. Why did he just get a job? I mean, this is his job. Grime. It takes a lot of work. You're right. You're right. Romancing? You're right. I, I think part of the reason that I am single is because romancing is so much work. Like, as my job, I I couldn't do. I couldn't. I literally would rather make homophobic shakes at Chick Fil A. I would rather do it. At Big Chicken. Yes, (laughs) I I could like scheming niggas out their money for a living, for fun. Sure, like every now and then, just because I can. Right. That sounds like a blast. But like as my way of life, girl. That's commitment. That's exhausting. Because then you got to be like, how was your day? Oh, Jane and accountant being a bitch again. Like, I got to remember things. I got to engage. 50 women? <sighs> that's... I almost say he deserves what he got. That's what I'm saying, because I'm tired reading it. That's a lot of work. We trying to get through this, it. and I'm tired. I'm like, sir, please stop. I ain't committed. So, at least, I'm, I'm sorry. At least one other collector claimed one of Derek's cars was actually his Porsche 9. 9- 28. Derek had taken the car out for a test drive and never brought it back. Work. <laughs> I like that. Why Simple not enough. do that? Yeah. I've test driven cars. I should have just left. That's easy. Yeah. What was I doing? The right thing. <laughs> I should have been crossing state lines and just leaving. Okay. That's fun. Yeah, I'm, I'm totally get away with that. that. Mm-hmm. So in 2007, Derek found an investor for his exotic car business, a man known by the pseudonym Harry Stoffer. He wooed Harry into lending him $125,000. How did you woo this man into $125,000? Oh, Harry was a little. Hmm? Harry was a little bit. That's what I'm saying. Like, I feel like Harry and Derek was given a little. Okay, work, Derek. Derek, did you give up that blissy to, to get this with you, Derek was like, by any means necessary. <laughs> I will not get a traditional job. What do you want for this investment? Invest in me physically. That's wild. So Harry also had connections in Hollywood, and Derek wanted to break into the film industry. Of course you did, Derek. So Derek also gave him a script that he had written called Tucson on Ice. I don't know what that means. It's about a group of porn actresses who try to rip off a meth dealer. (laughs) Before being captured and tortured. Oh, you thought that sentence wasn't going to get worse? <laughs> Derek. What? I- I'm just going to read one more time. Tucson Ice. It's about a group of porn actresses who try to rip off a meth dealer before being captured and tortured. Isn't that the plot to Spring Breakers? 
I've never seen that. I don't know. <laughs> we did an episode on the... No, that was on the bling ring. But <laughs> I don't know what they're... I don't know. So in addition to his porn-inspired thrill action, thriller action film, by this point, Derek had also produced soft porn videos, but allegedly neglected to pay his actors. That's fucked up. Don't love that. Literally, SAG is on strike while we're filming this, or recording this, so. <laughs> pay your actors. Come on. On another film, a director paid Derek to shoot behind-the-scenes footage of the movie, but instead, Derek shot scenes right over the director's shoulder, edited them, and claimed that the movie was his. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Wait. How do you not see somebody over your shoulder with a camera <laughs> for every scene? Action. Hold on. Let me get This is almost absurd. <laughs> like, this is goofy. His subtlety is just, he's not interested. He's very goofy. Derek, please. So on September 17th, 2007, Harry filed a lawsuit against Derek, alleging breach of contract and fraud. Derek was evicted from the hangar and leased another one across town because you can't keep a man down. Not a white one. And he filed for bankruptcy in 2012, so I guess we're paying for it. Then in October 2015, Derek emailed Harry with the subject, Coming Clean With You. And that's where all of this came from. So, wrapping this up. Good Lord, Derek. Please. We're exhausted. Is Derek dead? <laughs> I don't know. There's think. nothing to imply that he died, so I don't even know no. why I ask that. Yeah. You wanted me? <laughs> I just, I don't know. I feel like this is So the email that he sent to Harry, who he stole his movie from over his shoulder with another camera, which, yeah. how did Harry not notice? Uh, okay. So the email contained two homemade FBI wanted posters for Maverick Nehemiah. Yeah. <laughs> not confident. Marsalis, who was wanted for a series of counterfeiting and fraudulent white collar security crimes against American banks and the U.S. government, blah, blah, blah. Right. So there's also a fake magazine feature titled The King of Confidence that told the tale of the most successful and prolific counterfeiter in U.S. savings bonds and treasury history, blah, blah, blah. And basically, it's just like he sent an email that was like, here's all the shit that I did. Okay. So two years later, Derek, as Maverick, slid into the DMs of a retired LAPD cop and said, I'd be honored to have a real opportunity to befriend you and know you as a human being. What? Followed by a link to a Voyage LA article. Have you heard of Voyage LA? No. So it's a scam. If they ever reach out to you, it's an information data scam. <laughs> so a lot of up-and-coming actors who want to like have like profiles or like, you know, magazine articles. Mm. When Voyage reaches out to them, because Voyage will reach out to them and be like, we want to do a profile on you because we think you're so talented and blah, blah, blah. And I fell for the scam. And then they have you write your own bio and submit your own photos. And some articles and stuff do actually do that, like mm -hmm. legitimate ones. Yeah. But you <clears throat> submit your own bio and your own photos. And then they ask you to send, or like to write in 10 emails of your friends who you think would be worthy yeah, of being on. Right like. There. Honored by Voyage. That's it right there. It's a scam. Yeah. And every time I see it now, I laugh. But I'm like, that was a part of it. I posted my Voyage LA article. Mm. I ain't going to take it down. I got no shame. <laughs> There's nothing to be That's It will help someone else. Will it? 
<laughs> yeah, hope. I mean, if they're still active, you know, the more you know. True. I got to put, like, this is a scam on the caption now. Mm. Have you ever participated in any, like, media scams? Has anybody, like, data mind you? or No, not to my knowledge. <laughs> <laughs> I would. I hope not. No. Okay, kid, you are pretty unscammable. I don't think that's the case. I just think that, again, people, as we've said a few times so far, look at me and are like, mm, he's crazy. Let's pick crazy? somebody else. No. Yeah. I like, don't think it's that. I think it's like they look at you and they think you're discerning because you are. Mm. You can spot some shit. Oh, yeah. Like, you're not going to scam me to my. You're, yeah, you're going to have to take the long way around, honey. <laughs> like, you're not going to scam me in person. Yeah, no. No. There's going to be a lot of labor to try to scam you. Yeah. The only people who have scammed me for real with the U.S. government. <laughs> they scammed us all. Yeah. Every day. Yeah. All the time. To this day. To this day. So. As they talked to Derek, uh, Derek convinced Cheryl, who was the former LAPD person, to write a book about his exploits and that she needed research. The ex-cop didn't reach out to any of the contacts of Derek's name to corroborate his story, so nobody's doing research again, just like them 50 ladies who thought he was in the Olympics building the ski slope and also win and go. Great. And she says... I wasn't doing deep dives. I was really just trusting in my own intuition. Mm, that's not how journalism works. What is it? You have to feel like you got to... That's what's wrong with the internet today is yeah. everybody's like... Everyone's working on their intuition, whatever that is. The shade room is my intuition. Yeah. And I believe their article. Like, what? Whatever makes you feel great. I guess. She published the book in 2021, and shortly after, the situation shipped... Oh, no! she and Derek had ended up with her moving to LA to meet him so she was also fucking on him and they both live here is the worst part is this Derek oh my god so he must have some some penis he must be doing sexuals he has Facebook uncle energy why are y'all ruining y'all lives for this man I mean think about it think about how many Facebook uncles are ruining lives that's true and then this one is just like, oh, yeah, I won the Olympics, and I also built the whole fucking track. And he and black, so Bolt they probably like, oh, yeah, like, definitely you did that. I invented the shot put. Good lordy Jesus. Well, I mean, God bless. You God know. bless. So she moved to L.A. to meet him. Right around the time she moved out, Derek complained that he couldn't pay rent on his hangar and tried to convince her to invest $100,000 in him. She sent him $8,000 and obviously likely won't see it again. Today, Derek maintains that the criminal history of Maverick Miles is true. And in the process of suing several Rolling Stone employees, including journalist Sean Williams, for $100 million for defamation, he continues to maintain a large social media following for his card collection. So this is his social media. And he's suing Rolling Stone for defamation. Um, Derek, don't sue us. We um, we think everything you say is real. Derek, if there's any consolation, I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm not leaving the studio today feeling no type of way about you or anything you've done. I think it is all fascinating. And I am certain, I am certain that the, the majority of the people, mostly the women that you scammed, look like Honey Boo Boo's mama. For sure. For sure. That's what it's giving. Like, it's, it's not. Like, oh, you're a black guy. Pre and post op. But, kid, thank you so much for being here today. Um, 
I heard you talking on the read about um, going to Everyday People mm. and seeing Fran. Yeah. And Fran had texted me that day and was like, I have an extra ticket to Everyday People. Like, do you want to come like randomly? And I was like, oh, I have so much work tomorrow. I have to be a responsible adult. And then when I heard you say that, I was like, oh my fucking God, I'm so mad I didn't go. I really <laughs> wanted to meet you. Yeah. So thank you so much for blessing the show. Oh, and of course. This was amazing. We always ask at the end of the podcast, where would you like to be found? Anything you would like to promote that you can? I usually don't like to be found at all. <laughs> so um, do with that what you will. But um, I, you can see photographs of my face on Instagram. The A beautiful face. Kid Fury. And then uh, this is the read is the handle for all of our podcast links. And I think that's it for me right now in terms of where to find me. Okay. Not doing really much. I mean, you're doing a lot. Um, as always, D-I-V-A-L-A-C-I-D Valacy on all platforms. If you want to see the photos that we didn't really see. Um, we had some technical difficulties, but if you want to see them, Scam Goddess Pod on uh, Instagram and on Twitter. Also, Chicago, pull up. I'm about to be having that deep dish lasagna pizza. Um, I'm a two step Chicago with your uncle, like all of that. November 16th at the Den Theater in Chicago. The Den Theater, pull up. Let's get into it. Amen. Scam Goddess. This has been an Earwolf production in association with Team Coco. Scam Goddess stars and is hosted by me, Lacey Mosley, a.k.a. Scam Goddess. Our producer is Judith Cargbo. Our production coordinator is Abby Aguilar. And our audio engineer is Sam Keeper. Research for the show is done by Caitlin Brandt. Stay scheming. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com slash network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.